Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Well, it's Thanksgiving week, Gina. I know, it's a short week. Taping a little bit early. You have family coming to town. I'm going out of town, so I have to make a lot of shit tomorrow. Yeah, and also nothing's really on this week, so, you know, might yeah, as well. Things, things are delayed, so delayed. We might as well talk about all the shit that's going on. First, let's, uh, you're not, you're going to your daughter's for Thanksgiving. What are you making? What are you bringing? Is this boring talk? Is it kind of, is this boring? Yeah, just fast forward. Okay. Stuffing and potatoes. Oh, let me tell you, I made Chef Stew's, by the way, Chef Stew's interview last week is blowing up. People are loving it. They loved hearing Stu's side of his own story, why he was at BravoCon, why he stayed at BravoCon. I'm glad that he had the opportunity to clarify why he didn't go to Ireland sooner. As some people said that he should. Yes. Um. So I'm glad that he was able to to let everybody know why he did what he did. Not that he has to. No. There's just been so much chatter about it mm-hmm. that, you know. And there's still lots being said. I, I mean, know. yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's okay to say that we actually talked a lot to Chef Stu. And, you know, we consider him a friend of ours. And we would never put out something he didn't want out. So, no, absolutely. But I'm happy with what um, was put out there and that he got to share some of his story with us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, on that note, I made his mushroom soup. Oh, my God. Gina, look at the burn. Oh, Can my God. It? You burned yourself when it exploded? Yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> so what happened? Oh, my God. Well, the soup is not difficult to make. It's so good. I love mushrooms. The one tablespoon that you were able to, <gasps> to, to, to salvage from your... Well, after you cook everything on the stove, then you put it in the blender. So I took down my blender. I do not use my blender a lot. And you know what? My fault. Because I remember thinking, I haven't used this blender in a long time. Wasn't there something (laughs) wrong with it? (laughs) Then why do you still have it if there was something wrong with it? I don't anymore. Just in case I need a blender. (laughs) So I pull it down. I pour it all in. I blend the fuck out of this soup. It looks amazing. It's boiling hot. Well, that's probably what happened. You poured it boiling hot into a glass thing and it exploded. No, it didn't explode. Oh. When I went to take it off the bottom and when I turned it, the oh. bottom separated from the glass part. Ah. That's and I, then what... I remembered, oh yeah, that's that's what's that's wrong with the blender. <laughs> <laughs> but it went everywhere and went over my hand and it literally burned it. Oh my God. Yeah, it's red. I had an ice pack Ooh, on all night long. That's it was, a bad it burn. Was, it was actually a pretty bad burn. Ooh. And it was everywhere in my kitchen. I, I sent you a picture. I know, it was a mess. But I saved one cup <laughs> and it was divine. It was so good. And I let Dan taste a bite and then he went in for another. I go, no, no, no. The rest is mine. So I bought more mushrooms to make some you can make it again when your kids come home you you need to buy a new blender first i'm making it tomorrow night (laughs) oh you are (laughs) i think so i want it it's so good do you have a food processor i do okay i should have just used that but you know those are kind of bigger and bulkier yes and so i didn't feel like pulling it out but i think this time i will (laughs) but it was really good actually (sighs) it's it's pretty easy i saw the video super easy and most of the stuff i had already perfect yeah so it's really not that difficult it was just (laughs) I made it more difficult. You had a little mishap <laughs> with the mushroom soup. Uh, all right. So what's going on this week? We are still dealing with the Heather McDonald oh my uh, God. earring gate. All she said was, Krista Lamas gave me back or returned the $3,000 yeah, that I sent her. First, she sent Krista a pair, one of the three pair of Revolve earrings that she purchased. 
She sent them to Krista to return her revolve earrings. <laughs> she should have sent the one. I'm still... Uh, I just... Okay, here's the thing. You commented on one of the Facebook pages. Oh, I think I sh- started a shitstorm because people were very opinionated about why she would have taken that costume jewelry earring. Because my whole thing was this. Clearly, it's costume jewelry. Was there an ulterior motive? Why did you take this in to see if you could have it made into two earrings instead of one when you pretty much knew that they were costume jewelry? So she's contradicting herself because what she's saying is, oh my God, I just assumed it was that much. They were $3,000 because that's what I was told. We have seen what she has ordered from Revolve as the copycat versions or the same earrings. They're clearly $40 earrings. They look very cheap. Now, when you commented, yeah, these look like very cheap earrings. Heather McDonald was like, like, yeah, right? It's like, yeah, why would you think they were $3,000? Well, in my whole That's point. That's confusing. Right. But my whole point was, was there an ulterior motive? Are you telling us that you took them in because you wanted to be a do-gooder and have the one earring made into two for charity when really you wanted to get them appraised to show everyone, hey, here's proof. They're not real. They're fake. Is that really the reason why? Or were you really taking that one earring in to make two earrings out of it? No. She was... Because you can't not know that they were fake earrings. Somebody said to her, those are not worth $3,000. And she's like, they're not? Oh my God, you're right. They're not. Let me take them in to get appraised. The one thing she still says is she thinks they still were in on it together with regard to the earrings. It's like, Heather... They didn't plan this months and months and months ago to have you borrow the earrings and then you lose one and then they were going to go after you. None of that was a planned thing. No, I think when Jeff and Heather fell out and then Megan and Heather fell out, Krista probably said, well, you know what? She borrowed these earrings for me. And Jeff said, well, how much were they? Well, they were probably around 10,000. Maybe she told Jeff 10. Maybe she told him three and he embellished and said it was 10. I don't know. But I think Krista is the one who started this shit. It is, but what? So I just can't believe Krista has all this money and she didn't know that those earrings, maybe she didn't know which earrings she gave her. That's my thought. That could be too. There were pictures. Somebody did a bunch of pictures of Heather in the earrings. They did look a little different than the ones that she ordered. Did you see those? There was like four different pictures of her with the earrings on. I and mean, that's, but it's that's so hard risky to tell. too because, you know. Krista could say, well, that's not the earring. It's just but so Krista weird. Venmoed her $3,000. Yes. And it, in Krista's side, I mean, I'm imagining she's like, shut the fuck shut up, up here. Yeah. I don't, I'm over this. It's so stupid. Take the fucking money. I don't need it. That's what I think she's doing. But of course, Heather's like, see, 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 see. Yep. Admission of guilt. Admission of guilt. Yeah. Now she said at the very end of her podcast today, there's going to be more about this story. What? And more detail in next uh, no. Thursday's episode. Are you kidding? She's I, dragging this end. out. It should be the end, but she loves it. She has merch now. She actually said thanks for the content. So yes. there's so she's doing this on purpose a of little course, bit. Of course she is. So Julie and Brandy were on Jess Rothschild's uh, podcast, Hot Takes and Deep Dives. And they said a little bit about Jeff and Heather and she asked them, did Jeff kind of poach you from Heather or Howard Stern? Because I guess they used to be on the Howard Stern after show. And they said definitely from Heather McDonald because we were friends with him before and he would never have us on until we were on Heather McDonald. So 
Interesting. Yeah. There was someone else that they said that really wanted to be on and it asked to be on and it was, she didn't say who, but it was one of the original. Um, oh, I know who it was. Yeah, it was, what's his name? Jay? J- yeah, Jay. What was it? The, um, Queer Eye. Yeah, yeah it has, it to, has be to be him. because he's, he's on Broadway, Broadway and actor. Yeah, yeah, of course it's him. So he's asked to be on Jeff's show and Jeff doesn't want him on. Now, Jeff doesn't have to have on everybody. And I'm sure there's a lot of people wanting to be on Jeff's show. But I have to say. Although today, today Steve-O. I I don't have a lot of thoughts about Steve-O. I think he's a little weird, obviously. Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly what he does. You're stapling your balls to your oh, God. And a thousand other things. Right. But I think in the recent years, what I had heard is that he cleaned up his act. But they're still talking about the shit he did. And I'm listening like, I don't, this I don't is want not, to hear it. Mm-mm. And I, I stopped listening. Yeah, I did too. He said, I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash. And they're like, well, why do you think that? And he said, because I've already got a lot of backlash. Well, because it's not really his, his He's not funny. Steve-O's not funny. He's not funny. It was sort of sad, actually, listening to him talk. But it's not a Jeff Lewis Live guest. No. I think people love... The regulars. Now he's yes. had Justin Martindale on quite a bit. He hasn't had Megan on for a while. No, but now. Megan's in the Bahamas or somewhere. She's on vacation. I like Justin. Ryan Bailey's been on and he's going to be on again on the after show, mm-hmm. I think, this week. Oh, he's going to be on the after show. He's going to be on the after show. So he's becoming a chump regular. Yeah. And, um, so, but I think the people just like the regulars. They yeah, want they like Megan. Doug. They want Doug. They want, you know, Jackie Schimmel. That's fine. It's fine. But, yeah. They want um, the old favorites. MJ, don't love her. No. Now, I didn't listen to the after show. You said that he said he may be, Jeff said he may be dating. Yeah, I listened to the after show. He said that he has um, gone out on three dates with this person that he's dated in between, he said, IBS, in between Scott, in between Stu. It's the bartender. That's kind of what I thought. But it's the only guy he ever talked but about. But he's going to take it slow. But he said he wasn't going to date until yeah. next year because he was going to focus on Monroe. He can't. I, I don't think he can focus no. on Monroe. No. And we don't know what happens on their own, you know, behind closed doors kind of thing. But it sounds like every time he's with Monroe, he also has, and maybe it's some sort of anxiety he has where he can't spend one-on-one time just with Monroe and it's got to affect her especially as she gets older mm-hmm. having these people around all the time and you're not getting the attention from the person that you want the attention from most I mean he's, I don't he's know. always been very dependent on other people just to be around it's very interesting because with all of this turmoil that's that's happening I kind of see him in a little different light now I mean we've always we always know Jeff is Jeff but now you're kind of seeing a darker side mm-hmm. where it's like and it seems like all mm, these people are controlling coming ways. out and telling stories, their side of the stories, because right. we always hear his side. I don't know. Yeah. I still... I mean, he's still very entertaining. We yeah. still listen to his but show. I do, but... do kind of... Like, today I was like, nah, not interested. Not in the right. mood. So, anyway, anyway, that's what's going on with that. All right. So um, what do you think about Lindsay and Johnny Bananas? So Johnny Bananas is on House of Villains, which I'm watching. Are you watching Um, I was, and then... I went in again. And I was like, "Well, I already saw that one." So yeah, it's, it wasn't on this. Week. I just I'm kind of bored with it. Is kinda, that weird? Yeah, because I picked no. up you know my other shows. I know Love Island <laughs> Game or whatever. What it's is it's it? finished. It's concluding tonight. But dare I say, there's two other shows that I've picked up. But let's finish Johnny Bananas. Yeah, no, I think um, do if you, she is dating Johnny Bananas, I think it's a good match. You do? Do you I like do. Johnny Bananas? I kind of do. I mean. He's not someone I would want to date, <laughs> but knowing Lindsay and knowing him, I think they're kind of a good pair. I they mean, have the right personalities for each other. Well, 
I don't think he'll take her shit. She doesn't take anybody's shit. Yeah. And yeah, he calls it like he sees it. So, yeah, I mean, it could be... It could be a fun uh, little relationship. Who knows? She went. The rumor is she went on the date with him the day she was supposed to marry Carl. Now, what's weird is there's a few people that still went to Mexico on the wedding weekend. Well, they had to because it was non-refundable. But it was Carl's parents were hanging out with Sheena and Kyle Cook. What the fuck? Yeah, and Brock. <laughs> what a weird. What a weird combination it, that can't be the only people that went there's got to be more but those are the think. only ones that we saw pictures of interesting all right now this kim and croy bullshit <gasps> the, so what is happening so now they went to dinner for their anniversary a neighbor recorded that croy screaming what was he he was screaming now the world will know or yeah. something like that so one of the kids that's the sad part one of the kids the younger called kids. the cops because they were yelling at each other. And it's so toxic. Now, was this toxicity always there in their marriage and we just never saw it? I mean, it has to have been. Because this is extreme. It's extreme. And I have to say, I'm shocked by him because I thought he was the sensible one. Gina, people think I'm the sensible one. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm when I'm pushed and provoked, I can go off and you know I can. We have seen it. Yes. And also, what's up with him dyeing his hair dark brown and his beard dark brown? Uh, do you think he's dying it? Of course, he's a redhead. He was like a, but a maybe, blonde redhead. But maybe, you know sometimes your hair grows No, Anne. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, like when mine grew out, it gets blonder and blonder. His hair, yeah, right. <laughs> mine too. <laughs> and streaked on top of it. Um, and these and these amazing highlights just come it's out. It's just crazy. But yeah, he's clearly dying his hair. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot going on and it's disgusting. It's disgusting. I feel bad for the kids and I I, I almost wish that they would just go away and no one would even talk about them right. anymore because it's t- someone should take it's very those kids sad. away. Well, that's what's sad right now is that I feel like something can happen in that department because when your kids are calling the cops on you, the young kids, because they're afraid for the parents, somebody needs to step in there. And why the hell they've got four kids at home. They've got the two older ones that I think are still, well, the, the younger Ariana, I think she lives with her boyfriend or something. I don't know, but she got ripped because she did this whole TikTok about how shitty her life is because her bangs weren't falling. Right. <laughs> hey, 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 you know, bad hair days can ruin your fucking life, Gina. It was ruining her life, <laughs> ruining her life. People are like, are you fucking kidding me? Your whole family is in disarray and you're complaining about your bangs. bangs. <laughs> well, maybe she cut bangs and she shouldn't have. I don't know. Bangs um, are iffy. Yes. Okay. So the two shows that I picked up, the Love Island Games is finishing tonight. And then all of a sudden I saw it like oh, a God. beacon of light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Love Island Australia started. Oh, no. Is that every night, too? Yes. It was only three episodes, so I'm like right in the beginning. Oh, my God. Well, they say, well, you said Australia is better. I, you know, UK. U- I like UK. UK better? Yeah. Mm. I, listen, it's just a background thing. It's good because we don't take notes on it. We don't talk about it. It's, it's purely fluff. But here's a show that I'm going to recommend to you that my daughter told me about a long time ago um, on Apple, The Buccaneers. <laughs> I don't like the title. No, you'll like it. it okay, Bridgerton-esque. Oh, okay. It's the same era 
as The Gilded Age. Oh, well, now I'm I'm watching The Gilded Age. Yeah, that's good. Are you caught up? No, I've, I'm only one episode in. But now oh. that nothing's on, I'm going to I'm going to watch. That's a good one. I know. I like it. That wife is so not likable. But oh, the rich one that yes, lives across the street. The Ameri- from- no, no, no. The American. Yeah. 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 I don't like her at all. But no, she she's supposed to be a bitch. Right. But she moves that story and it's good. It is. And she's good. very vindictive. The Buccaneers is based on a book, Edith Wharton's 1938 novel that was never finished. Uh, the Buccaneers refers to the daughters of America's 19th century new rich who exploded into the London social season of the 1870s. So oh. it's very similar, but it's five or six girls. Oh, we love the new uh, rich. Yes. And they go to <laughs> London and they meet the Duke and the oh fantastic yeah and so it's pretty good right at my alley there's a few of the girls who are very annoying but you know that's just par for the course they're supposed to be of course got to be a couple of annoying ones (laughs) but i'm loving that and i'm only two episodes in but it's good it's on apple tv okay good to know what else okay golden bachelor let's talk about these fantasy suites so leslie and Teresa are the two left they're in costa rica so the first date was with Leslie and they're rappelling down a waterfall, which was pretty good. Yeah. But he says to her when they have dinner, you haven't asked me the hard questions. So she asks, what's the last time you had sex? And he said, by myself. Or it was so, so great. <laughs> no. My curiosity is what hard questions was he actually thinking about? Like, where are we going to live? What does our future I think look it was, like? He mentioned, How much pickleball are we going to have to play? <laughs> I think the living arrangements was a big one. I love that when he said that, she was like, when's the last time you had sex? Now, I really like Leslie. I've been watching these old videos of her doing um, aerobics. And like, she was quite popular. And she did all these videos, aerobic videos and stuff. When she was younger in the 80s. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. In the 80s? Wow. She's on TikTok a lot with her grandkids dancing. And she's a very good dancer. Well, that's what she is or was, was a dancer. My thought about Leslie is I think she's way too hip and young. Yes. For him. Yes. Age aside. I mean, I think she's 64. 64, But she's young minded. Energy and minded. I don't know why she's so into him. I can't figure it out. But somebody else pointed out that after they spent the night together... Something seemed a little weird in the morning. It did. Because the evening they were all over each other. It seemed like they had a discussion that maybe went something like, you know, we really like each other, but we're not really right for each other. Or our our lives are not aligned or something Mm. to that um, effect. You don't think it had anything to do with sex? Do you think they had sex? I don't think so. I mean, they Mm. talked, they said they talked till two or three in the morning. Mm Um. I don't think so, because I don't think Gary, if he knew he was picking Teresa, I don't feel like he would have sex with Leslie. But after his date with Leslie, when he went to go meet Teresa, he was totally off his game. Well, he was totally off his game. And he also said he kept thinking about what's Leslie doing. Right. So I don't know. Is it editing? Is it are they messing with us? What's happening? I think so. I think he definitely picks Teresa. She's the one that has the most in common with him. What did they do for their activity? I can't remember. They went horseback riding. Oh, right. I think she might hmm. be more in hindsight. Now, I was all about Leslie and I thought, Teresa, no way. But after listening to her, 
I think they're more compatible. I do too. Than Leslie and, and he are. And we were a little bit wrong. She was she wasn't wearing a negligee. She was wearing a uh, weird, weird like jumpsuit. Shorts. Like what the fuck was that? I Black. thought it was like a leotard. It, and that's then what I'm it like, looked she like. She turned around. And I go, those are booty shorts. And also, how old is she? Like seventy something? Yeah, she's seventy. Got great legs. I mean, she, she's tiny anyway, but. She's in good legs shape. Are amazing. She looked like she was going to go do some Jacqueline aerobics. <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that listen to that probably don't. Well, know who they Jacqueline probably won't know. Is. Look it up. <laughs> but he wore the leotard and back in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma used to. Watch it was it. called calisthenics, I believe. <laughs> That's so funny. If we went back and watched what he was doing, we were probably like, oh my God, this this is nothing. This is Oh, he was exercise. just moving and he had the shortest shorts on. And he I swear to God, Jack LaLanne was eighty when he started. He did it for fifty years. <laughs> He's the older version of Richard Simmons. <laughs> yes. Ooh, do you think Jack LaLanne was gay? No, I think he was married because mm. didn't he? I mean, I was probably three or something <laughs> when he was on TV. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's not for two weeks. I think now, I think he definitely picks Teresa. And I don't want him to pick Leslie. No, no. She needs somebody Also, there's more a, little, a few little red flags with Leslie. Like, she had a lot of relationships that didn't work out. And I don't know if she's well, ever she's been, been married. She's been married three times, Oh, I she think. was married three times. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. loves, Leslie loves love. Also, I don't think she's going to move for Gary. Teresa is packing right now. She's ready. <laughs> she's to so go. in love with him. Yeah. And she's pretty accomplished. I mean, she was a day trader and then she went to work for some investment banking company or something. And she kind of did it all on her own. I think she's and rich. She was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Also, he's like a restaurateur. I didn't know that. Oh, he is? I thought he was more like... He owns restaurants? Well, he was. Like, he's a retired restaurateur. I thought he was working in an office somewhere. Well, yeah. We got misinformation. I don't know. Yeah. When I looked it up again, because I was like, what the fuck does he do? That's what it came up. So, anyway. um, So, we'll see. Two weeks from now is the finale. Dan was very disappointed, because he's like, are you kidding me? It's not the finale? I'm like, no. to drag this shit out. He's got to cry 5,000 more times. Oh, he's going to have a breakdown. Oh, well, we saw it. Yeah. A big time breakdown. And then we have Paradise. Okay. This had to be the best slash cringiest episode yet. All of the above. Katie Thurston comes back in. And they want to make us think that she's there to see Blake, her ex-fiance, and that she's maybe interested in him again. That was really awkward. I felt bad for Blake. Well, it messed with his head, and then it screwed him up for the rest of the But I also think day. it was necessary because him and Jess, not they're not a good fit. No, he was trying to make it happen with Jess. And she was wishy-washy. She wasn't into him. She was kissing Tyler. Who was she kissing? Yeah, she kissed Tyler. And then went back to Blake. So she wasn't really all in. Mm-mm. And then he was questioning. And now he's all messed up. They ended with him pulling Jess aside to talk to her. But Katie had no intention of going back to Blake. I think in her mind she was trying to give him closure. Who knows? And it, and they hadn't spoken. After three years, do yeah. you need closure? They hadn't spoken since they broke off the engagement. It was weird. I, she was not likable. She's still not likable. Also, her doing her little stand-up was Awful. And I hope they wrote those jokes for her because they were bad. They were terrible. So then they, they decided to do the roast. Now, you know that the production people gave. Oh, of those course. Questions. There's no way any of those people came up with any of those comments. But the cat ones were pretty on point and mean. They were. 
They were, but kind of deserved. Deserving. Kind of deserved. Because she is mean. <laughs> um, so then Jordan and Taylor come in. Taylor's pretty much a mute. He doesn't say anything. He's Don't very even know nervous. who he is. He Don't was even a, know he was who he is. He was a night one cast off from Rachel's season. Yeah. But were they both from Rachel's season? I want to say they were. But one of them is the race car driver that she took on her first date on her season yes. and then let him go. And then let him go. But now she kind of likes him. Mm-hmm. But does she really? Or she is likes she the attention. out of desperation? Out of desperation. He likes her, so she's interested. And then, who was it who gave her the rose the night before that she thought was Tanner. just a friendship rose? Yeah, so Tanner gave her the rose. She thought, oh, it's just kind of friendship. He was thinking, no, I kind of like you. And then she gave it a chance, and they made out, and she was like, wow, that was a pretty good fucking makeout. And then during the roast, he fucking roasted the hell out of her, and she's like, what the fuck? I thought he liked me. Yeah, it she's was all messed up. It was pretty brutal. Mercedes got Ooh. roasted because people were saying, "Oh, Tyler doesn't really like you, Mercedes." And he or was Tyler, yeah. yeah, and he was not saying anything. Like, well, you know, because it's true. Yeah, he she, just wants to be there. Yeah, she likes him a lot more than he likes her, and he wasn't denying it. And she no. felt like shit. That was pretty mean. Yeah, so that was really it, right? Next week. I think it skips next. It skips. Everything skipped this week. Nothing's on. So it's going to be next week again. And I think they do muddle it down a little bit. Like no no new people are going to be coming in. Finally. We're done with the new people. Yeah. I mean, you can't have have people come in at the last minute. I have a feeling Blake's going to go home. I think so too. Because what is he going to do? You know, I saw where Blake and, you know, the girl that couldn't poop? Oh, yeah. Sam. Yeah, Sam. They were together. Like, oh, really? Like on one of his, you know, pilgrimage safari things, whatever oh, he does. Well, they, they seem like they would be a good match. Mm-hmm. And I, but I think it was probably as friends because why would you put that out there while the show's still on? Oh, that's true. But who knows? Crazier things have happened. <sighs> yes. Man. Yes. I'm enjoying it though. Okay. Southern Charm. This was ugh, cringy. Gross. It was gross. More of, more of uh, Shep's <clears throat> grossness. Well, Shep is really going down fast and- I don't know. Have you heard all the rumors about what happened in BravoCon that he was being he was being a pain in the ass to Taylor Armstrong? Or was it Taylor Armstrong or I thought it was Bree from New no, York. No, it was Bree, but I think it was Taylor Armstrong. He was being an asshole too. He was at the casino. He was drunk. Mm-hmm. He was loud. He was obnoxious. He was mean to the dealers and everything. Mean to the deal, which is pretty on point for right, Shep. Right. He's an entitled, spoiled asshole. Well, we've seen, especially when he drinks. His, especially. I guess, I guess that's when the truth comes out. Well, right. So bad that Andy had to make a phone call to him and say, you need to get your drinking in check. Whoa. That's, rumor that's what the rumor it. is. That's mm. the rumor. So they're at Pat's house and he tells Whitney and Patricia that he... Woke up next to Taylor. And Patricia's is like, you guys need to find some new people. Like, this you is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then Pat decides to have her guys night. And I thought that was pretty funny. Because then she's stuck in bed. And Whitney has to do it. He is a fumbling <laughs> Can't do idiot. Anything. He, d- he doesn't know how to do anything. And he had to do nothing. He did nothing. Because they had, they had the servers, chef. the chef. Everything was done and made. Now, was she just upstairs? And he couldn't go up and ask her anything he had to call her well it's a big house Sam. oh you're right it's a big house so <laughs> patricia showed shep a cake that was sent to her a piece of cake from prince charles wedding 
to Camilla, to Camilla. that's been in the freezer for... Why would they send her a piece of cake? Uh, because she couldn't make the wedding. So that's what you do? I guess so. I guess it was in a tin. I know. I mean, I mean, what do you do with that? Throw it away. Did you eat your top of your wedding cake? Oh, we had none. It was gone. Oh, Our was cake it? was so good. It was you just didn't completely save the top? gone. No. We did. Did you eat it? Did you actually eat it? No, we threw you it didn't? away. didn't? It was all freezer burn. Yeah. I mean, that's what <laughs> it happens. It was like, of course. Happy anniversary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you open it up and puffs of smoke yes, come out. Gross. <laughs> Whoever tells you to do that, it's don't do it. It's a cute idea, but um, so when the guys come over in their little uh, smoking jackets. Well, Craig was already wasted when he got there. Which loud I don't, and I don't mind Craig wasted. He was so good this episode. He fucking called every single one of them out, getting all the information from Austin. Who knew that he would be the therapist of the group? God, and he was using some words that were like, good for you, Craig. <laughs> Shit. Well, he's an attorney. Well, that's true. <laughs> In quotes. Who makes pillows. <laughs> yeah, who makes who sews. <laughs> but Whitney is so funny. You know Whitney gets a kick out of these guys because he's just as bad as they are. But them going outside, Austin peeing on the property... Oh, my God. Very, very common, though. Men do that. Off a balcony of a mansion? Sure. <laughs> sure. When you have to go, you got to go. But then him explaining the kiss between him and Olivia, not him and Olivia, um, him and Taylor. How did it happen? And Craig's getting in like, where did it happen? How did it actually happen? And he's like, well, we were, did he say we were jamming to some music or something? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? Were you dancing? Yeah. And then Whitney and him dancing, like, this is what we were doing. <laughs> I was dying. It was so funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and then Craig gets the story all mixed up. And he's like, I thought you were in New York. It's like, no, I wasn't in New York. And Craig always gets something wrong, but that's all right. It's always wrong. But then now the other boys, JT and Rod, were not invited to the men's dinner. No, they weren't because mm -mm. JT was busy having a picnic with Taylor. Yes, 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 yes. He. I really wants don't like Taylor to be with Taylor. So bad. he does, but but he did say to her because she said she kissed Shep because it was like an apology kiss or something, and he's like, "Is that how you apologize to people? Mm -hmm. You kiss them?" So he didn't let her slide on that. Now Shep said that night at the cabin they did not sleep together. But then he goes, this time. This time. And mm -hmm. that he, that she, Taylor, Initiated made the move it. on him. And Taylor admitted that. Yes. I thought she was talking about she made the mood move on Austin. Austin. See, I wasn't sure. Ooh, she made the, oh, she made the move well, on I someone. I think she said she made the move on Austin. Hmm. But she also made the move on Shep, Shep according wow. to Shep. But they ended up in bed together. And I, I just don't love Taylor this season. No. She's having a bad season. Do we even see Olivia this episode? I don't think so. No. By the way, I didn't realize that Taylor's brother died after this. Oh. Yeah. Because okay. remember, I knew he had died, but I thought he passed away Okay. Before. Well, that makes sense because they would have bonded over that. Instead, right. it was Austin and Olivia that right. were bonding over the sibling yes. passing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes sense. So, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying Southern Charm very much. Mm -hmm. And Paige is popping in pretty frequently. Yes. I mean, Craig's kind of holding her feet to the fire, like, what's going to happen here? And she's very much like, listen, we've only been seeing each other for about a year. And I'm thinking, but you've known each other for so long. You're older. You're not in your 20s any longer. She is, she's not ready to get married. She's not. Well, you don't have to. But no. definitely. I mean, I think they're definitely committed to each other. But he's also, isn't she 30 and he's like 35? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's more ready. talk for him. He he's also to... been ready for five years. Craig's always, always been the sentimental one wanting to get married. True. And she's 
Not and, quite. And she secretly likes it. She likes everything. Well, she he's about surprisingly because you wouldn't think that they'd be a match. You think that, he, and she, he probably does get on her nerves. But but, but he, she likes a little bit of a mess. She kind of does. Yeah, and she's also he's also a homebody. So it's a it's kind of a good combination because she's a homebody. Well, God, I mean, he's remodeled that house for her. He's decorate. She he, she decorated the house. I love how um. She's like, I love it because it's like masculine too. And then they show it. I'm like, there's not there's a lot no of masculinity masculine, there. No. Nothing masculine about it. Food Talks and Mary to Medicine. This episode. Again. I love Mary again, to Medicine. Such a great show. These women are true friends. They are messy and they're fucking accomplished doctors. So this is, that's I think crazy. that's why it's so mind boggling. But these men, it's still got to be Atlanta where the ladies have no problem with their men going to strip clubs having naked ladies dance all over them. It's like, it's okay because we'll just have guys rub on us. What? <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's kind of gross. It made it me gross. sick. It made me sick on both ends. The yeah. guys in the party bus with those asses flapping in their face and at the strip club and the women having those shirtless men, they were dressed Rubbing in, them. You know, uh, I don't even know what they were wearing. Rubbing what, the feet what all the what way up the legs. That? Like a onesie bodysuit lace I don't even know I don't know so sweet tea got some news while she was at this bachelorette party that what something with the venue and they needed an extra what fifteen thousand dollars like an, an for what believable amount of money for for Tables what There's, or something yeah it was like not clear what the money was going towards and I didn't think her sister said anything that bad but you know when it's family and they're right there and they're chirping in your ear. You're like, shut the fuck up. She lost it. Like, lost it. Well, because she knew Greg was going to be like, nope, not spending right. another dime. Well, Greg is a cheap motherfucker. We saw it. And even Sweet Tea admitted, and she shouldn't have admitted it to Heavenly, but she admitted that she thinks Quad was right about a lot of things when it comes to Greg. He's controlling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially with the money. He's saying to her, you got to have dinner ready because you're working from home and I'm paying for everything. That is not cool. Wait, what year is this? Yeah, you're not, you're not, quote, paying for everything. You guys are a fucking couple. But also, she, Sweet Tea told Simone that she's looking for an assistant. Yes. Because somebody that can go to the grocery store and yeah, then she she's too cook, busy. Because she's too busy. She's working from home. And Simone is like, this generation is so entitled. They just expect life to happen. And you know what? That is 100% true. Like, how, how do you manage your kids in your house and you just do it? You do it. You do it. I don't think Greg can afford to have uh, an assistant for her. And I don't know how much money she makes, but what, and what's the assistant going to do? Go to just, the grocery store You know store what? For her. You go online and you order what you need and you have the groceries delivered there if it's go. not so fucking difficult. There you go. You don't have, a, have an assistant. Instacart it. <laughs> <laughs> it was something I've never done. I've never done it either. No, I like to pick out my own groceries. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't want somebody. I've seen those kids roaming through and <laughs> and uh, doing the shopping for people, and I'm T like, eh, no thanks. Uh, it's fun to see Dr. Simone and Cecil's kids, Michael. Well, those back two from are college. entitled. Well, I was just going to say my that. God. And Miles is 24. Miles is still going to school. Kind of still started, going to school. stopped, started, stopped, but still living at home. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm team Simone on this one. I am sorry. Oh my God. And she was saying that. She's like, you know, our boys are entitled. They need to fucking figure this shit out. And Cecil's like, well, I mean, we grew up differently. It's like, yeah, you did. But you got to put some accountability on your kids. You can't just have them like, I never said to my kids after college, you can come home because frankly, I didn't imagine they would come home ever. Yeah. And... Neither did they, thank God. <laughs> One of mine did, but it was clearly like to save, to money, save money so she could get the hell out. Much different. Yeah. Yours always had a plan. So watching Melora and Heavenly together, they're so Melora is so fucking cute. She's got Heavenly's little face. But she <laughs> she's is very just cute. Funny. Now is she her daughter or is she no, both? both? Okay. Both. I yeah. wasn't sure. Papa? For some... Being Papa's daughter? Of well, course. I didn't know if Daddy? The other the other daddy was maybe not daddy. Him. No, no, no. It's you think Heavenly had another. I, I don't daddy? know. I don't know. God, no. They met in high school or something. Oh, that's right. Because they talked about that. <laughs> so they start telling her that Florida, that there's unusual weather in Florida. It's mostly him. Also, that's where Heavenly went to school. It's and she's like, you went to school in Florida. She's like, I know, honey, but no, I think you need to stay around here. They never had wind before. Now they've got <laughs> wind in Florida. <laughs> They're funny. So Eugene explaining periods. In the shoe store. Oh, my God. I was dying like, this those is not kids the place. those kids are so fucking cute they are and really he's cute. so funny with them and they're he's like so the lining of the woman's you know he's a doctor yeah. he's like and so they bleed once a month and and one of the kids goes it was like chunky and he's like no 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 <laughs> I, i'm thinking to myself you're a doctor wait until you get in the car for god's sake you're really they're trying to try shoes and on what and you're did telling it even him, i'm not even sure what started that conversation but oh god those kids he, he initiated it just talking about periods yeah oh god that's so you funny. have any questions well because they were talking about sex at home with toya and everything and it's oh, like god. oh god the, the poor kids like so cringe funny. the shoe sales person oh, was probably yeah. like what the hell is happening Ugh. here so i mean i'm assuming that sweet tea and greg are married now or um, are they not I, because oh, I there's a lot pointing pointing away from them tr- saying no that they're not well i don't know heavenly's like lots of things are happening now did you see the previews where heavenly and daddy <laughs> can't think of his name show up to the wedding and their names not on the list oh yes 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 and he was at the bachelor party but why would it be so I we didn't know. talk about phaedra bringing oh, fuck. quad How could we forget that to the bachelorette party and she came out and said i'm doing what my boss has told me to do yeah exactly. so i mean well, production we obviously well but her excuse was well you guys said you never see quad so i thought i'd invite her now sweet tea took that very kindly she was like come on Shockingly. in whatever but you know what quad and greg are over why should quad care that sweet tea is marrying her fucking ex like greg is awful Greg's yeah. awful. Yeah, she's probably like good riddance, but all the I'm other sure ladies were like, "What?" Yeah, that happening? was pretty. That was pretty. And Toya was like, "Wait, sweetie, you don't have a problem with her being here yet? We couldn't mention her name at your house the other night." That's true. Yeah, that's because she's faced with her when Quad's standing right in front of you. Yeah, I don't know. The ladies have a lot of opinions. Heavenly says that this wedding is too rushed, and Greg is too controlling. And and um, why is it so rushed? Like, why do they have to get married? Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, also, she's trying on wedding dresses a month before her wedding. 
I think she probably already had a dress. That's what I think. Because it, the one she just, tried on was just like, that's not going to be ready in a month. No, of course not. No. no. She, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's all for the show. Yeah. All right, speaking for the show, let's go to Potomac. Ashley's housewarming, her coastal chic <laughs> home. They're still there. Robin is still having a problem with the ladies talking about Juan. She's like, I don't care if the block is hot regarding Juan. I can handle it. It, you're not handling it. You're letting him get away with anything because they are a marriage of convenience. There's nothing Clearly, happening there. But also, why did they care? Let her do her thing. It's going to implode at some point. Well, I why think, they care? I think because last season she was calling out people and she was having problems that were being hit. Well, yeah, that's the pain point. But it is, but it is strange that it is her friend, Giselle, that is kind of holding her feet to the fire. Well, because Giselle needs a storyline. Yeah, she and this does. This is going to be her her storyline. Right. She's going to be like, no, I hold my friends accountable. Okay, but let's talk about Wendy. When they're sitting around and Wendy's talking about a new show because she's always got something new coming on. I, it's on YouTube. I thought it was going to be on network television. Ha- Wendy's an idea lady that never follows through with shit. Well, yeah. Nothing she's is ever followed proven. through with. So she was saying that... Um, it's a little different. It's very educational and not for every demographic. I vibrate so high. Basically, I don't think you guys will understand because it's way over your heads. Well, yeah, she said it's the intellectual level isn't for everyone. Right, right, right. Meaning y'all stupid yes. <laughs> bitches aren't going to understand. Right, right. But Mia took offense to it. So Mia's spinning this whole fucking thing. Well, Wendy invited everybody to the christening except Mia in front of Mia. And Mia talks to Karen later and was like, you know, I took offense to her saying we're not smart enough to get what her new show is going to be about because my son has learning disabilities. Oh, (laughs) fuck, please. Such a stretch. Such a stretch. No, she was referring to you, Mia, not your son, who she barely knows. Nobody knows what's going on with your family. This christening was very odd, right? Well, they're Catholic. But also, they're so religious that those boys... They haven't received their communion yet, and they're, and they're older. Older than seven, yeah, six, so seven. They is act when like they're your... so spiritual, and they want. And now all the kids are getting it done at the same time because they never did that shit before, right? Mm, not buying it. No. And did you know you're supposed to wear yellow? No, like she, the guests are no, supposed no, no, to she wear just yellow. Wanted them to wear yellow. Oh, right? I thought it was. I thought she said you're supposed to wear yellow because it's new beginnings. Or well, something. yeah, but I think that was her choice. Oh, I think okay. she was just saying that. I was I mean, going to say, that's like I'm, fucking didn't Easter. Know that. No, hell no. <laughs> Is that something <laughs> I missed the mark on? <laughs> I'm sure we did, but come on. This was just this whole story that Ashley finally realizes, oh shit, Anika didn't say what I thought she said. Oops. And I, and I already told Wendy that she thought she was casting spells on her and all this shit. And she doesn't, she waits until the christening to pull Wendy aside and be like, by the way, Anika, um, yeah, she didn't really say any of that shit. And then we find out from Anika because she tells, who is she telling? Robin. Robin, that her family's getting phone calls from Wendy's mother's side of the family. And And Wendy's mother. Yeah. She actually said something like, you know, those people that, what'd she say? She said, um... Oh, check on the people I have prayed against and see how they are doing. They aren't doing well. So she doesn't cast spells. She prays against them. Prays against them. Also, Anika tells Robin that she knows Wendy and they met at a concert. And then we see a picture of them together. 
and that they were at a birthday party together. Well, it's, so Wendy's pretending like she's never met her before. No, she's like, I've seen her. So it's um, Wendy's cousin is, or, or I'm sorry, Anika's husband's cousin is good friends with Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. So like they know there's each a connection. other. Yeah. But is Wendy intimidated by another smart woman Nigerian, in the group? Like really that is like her, but I don't know she's if she's a, more accomplished, she's a but she's too. an attorney. Yeah. So it makes Wendy you wonder. Just, Wendy is a person that is so highly accomplished, but she has a thing that she has to use how smart she is, how many degrees she has. She's, that's a sign she works of, on a higher level because she's insecure. Insecure, yeah. I was going to say that's a sign of insecurity. I mean, look at all the work she had done her first season. Right. After her first season. I just think it's weird. Like, why wouldn't you be friends with this lady? Why don't you be her friend, not Ashley pretending to be a friend well, of hers? Well, and Wendy's mom told Anika's family that she's using Wendy's name to get into the friend group. Yeah, and she's not using Wendy's name. No. And why? Wendy's not really in that friend group. She's not really great friends with anybody. Maybe what, Candace and, and uh, the Grand Dame? That's it. Now, why did Wendy's mom say that she should have her name checked by the DMV? Whose name? Anika, Anika isn't it? should have her name checked at the DMV. I, uh, I didn't understand knows? what that was. But Wendy's mom's fucking shady. Yeah, she's I shady. Like, like first she's like, I bur- it's my, these are my kids. Those kids were fucking scared of Wendy's mom. They are not <laughs> comfortable with that lady being like, I I birthed Wendy and then she birthed you, so you're mine. It's like, whoa. Yeah, it's a little much. That's like <laughs> scary shit. Even Wendy looked like, mm. <laughs> what? So what's going to come out now? This is going to be interesting when uh, everybody finds out that, you know, Wendy's family has been fucking calling her and threatening and that's fucking scary. Yeah, it's scary. What about Karen sitting at the table and she's like, have you guys heard of this thing, Pickleball? Oh my God. (laughs) And then I think Ashley goes like, are you um, kidding? Yeah, everybody's heard of it. It's not something new. There's this Dummy. new this new sport. There's this new thing <laughs> that the old people play. As she's saying it with this big, huge <laughs> pink hat on with flowers. <laughs> so crazy. And Ashley, like, oh, nothing will fit my boobs. Now I've seen them yeah. on full display. Uh, well, yeah. Also, Candy, I mean, Candace, she's back from her. She's back from her tour of, you know, touring these cities. It's like, Okay, that, that she Candace. paid for. Yeah, this it's almost like Tom Sandoval and the extras. Like yeah. how you have to pay. You're not making any money. She You're just paying zero to be out money there. just to get herself out there. Speaking of Tom Sandoval, are you watching him on uh, did, did you watch I watched it last night. Yeah, what is it called? Special Forces. Special Forces. And then I listened to Nick Vial. And Nick Vial's like, they are fucking giving Tom Sandoval the best edit because anytime they show the men yelling, like they were showing him yelling at JoJo, it wasn't at JoJo, it was a Tom Sandoval. Really? Yes. Well, JoJo. But they're making it look like they were yelling at JoJo, but they were yelling at Tom Sandoval because he fucking doesn't listen. No, he doesn't listen. And JoJo and the other, um, what's her name? The Olympic athlete. <laughs> I was so parched. <laughs> Drinking. Excuse for like, a second. <laughs> Anne's drinking a oh full my God. 12 ounce bottle of um, water. She's the Olympic athlete. I can't remember her name. They Tom. were going through at at night trying to get away to their Special rendezvous location. point. And Sandoval's ha- going off on his own he doing has his a own compass thing. And they have to be all together. And they're like, Tom, Tom. And they're whispering because they the dogs are after them and everything. It's like, fuck. He's like ADD or something. There's something seriously wrong with him. Well, and did gets... you see next episode? No, no. So they capture them all at the end. 
and they torture them. Did you see? Oh, they were like waterboarding. Throwing, yes, or yes. waterboarding. And then I think it's Tom Sandoval sitting in a room like covered in his face, is covered like with a mask. Is he crying? He's like keeled over and like ro- rocking back and forth. And one of the guys <laughs> like, I think we need to pull him out. Something like that. Yeah, it was he's, wild. He's not okay. I mean, this is intense shit. It is, but it's also a show. And the way they edit it, after listening to Nick Vial, it's like, okay, so we're we're seeing an embellished version of what... I mean, I think it's really hard what oh, no. they have to do. I think from what Nick was saying is they're not showing all the shit that they actually have to do, mm-hmm. but they're putting things in different order. And Tom Sandoval's getting the best fucking edit, and he can't believe it. Because of all the times that Tom didn't listen, that, that he was yelled at... That he didn't care. They said, you can't go in that tent. And, and he goes in the tent. Like, he just does his own shit. And so he was constantly being yelled at. And we don't see any of it. Damn and it. that's what he was saying. He was like, I'm I'm blown away that they're not showing any of that. Why? I don't know. I mean, we want to see that. Of course. But maybe it would come off like, you know, he's already going through a lot. And then you're getting on him for more. But these people don't care what you're going through in real life like that's no. not their duty they're they like act like they do but yeah no well they also act like they don't know who any of these people are but well right and they also act like this is therapeutic in some way for them it's pretty intense know. anyway <laughs> we got off track oh, but... well we were done with potomac anyway, yeah, yeah but it was but it's a good one okay so it was the season finale of sister wives yeah and we, this whole they... episode was at the picnic table. But they also didn't announce that it was the season no, finale. They didn't. It's just we see next week the Cody telling his side. Oh God, it's it's gonna be good. But I heard that it's three parts. To the tell all? Yes. So this episode, the time frame is so fucking out of whack. So out of whack. Because Christine says, I've been separated or divorced from Cody for two years at this point. Mm-hmm. Two years. And Mary is still there talking at the picnic tables like, think me and Cody are over. And then Robin's crying like crazy. That was weird. But Mary was saying it was October, right? When she was filming this. And their anniversary dinner was like in April. Yeah. It was a very long time before. And she's... She gave up that her place in Flagstaff a long time ago. She's been at her home and, you know, her mother's bed and breakfast I don't forever. understand why there's such huge gaps in this timeline. Because, line. first of all, there's not a lot going on. And they're trying to suck this story to, to be able to survive. Yeah. So they go, they're sitting at the picnic table at the properties, the six properties. And Christine has given over her two acres or four acres, whatever she had, Back to Cody and, I don't know, Cody and Robin. So Mary's like, you know, maybe I'll sell you my acres or whatever. And Cody's like, well, yeah, because I have Christine's. And she's like, well, we all pay into the properties. Why do you have Christine? Like, that doesn't make sense. You all have four acres. Janelle, four. Cody now, four. uh, Robin, four. And I have two. How does that make sense? And he's like, well, because you only had one kid. Fuck you. I know. Also, none of those people have their kids living with them anymore. Except no. Robin. And they all still think they're going to be building properties? No. No, they're not. They want the hell out. They own the property now. So why did they each have... Why did they each own the property? Well, they all paid into it, apparently. So but here's... How, what are they doing to get make money? 
I mean, Mary's the only one that has the LuLaRue. Mary has that. I don't know what, what, Christ- what Christine I'm and, not sure what Christine does, Janelle but do. Janelle works. Whatever she does, she's always worked. Remember they talked about her going back to college when she was oh, like 33? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she even worked full time. So Janelle was always the breadwinner. Robin, I don't know anything she's ever done. So Christine was the smart one. When she was getting into the new house... Cody said, I'm not going to put my name on that one. It's just going to be your name. And she's at first she was offended, but then she realized, well, that's so fucking smart. Now I don't even have anything to do with you. I have my own piece of property. Yeah. But Janelle doesn't have that. Everything is Janelle, Robin and Cody, the three Mm. of them, because fucking Cody puts Robin's name on everything because she's his legal wife. Oh, so messy. So at this point, Robin's pretending she's upset that Mary wants to leave the family. She's crying like pretending. crazy. Pretending she was distraught. But, I mean, she had to get up and walk not, away. But she's not fucking distraught. This is this is what she's wanted. This is what she knew was happening. Mary hasn't been around forever. She's just pissed that she's the one stuck with him. And she was looking forward to <laughs> sitting on the porch at Coyote Pass. With all of them. With all of her sister's wife, wives watching their children and grandchildren run around run the around. properties. She's distraught. No, she's thinking, what the fuck? I've got to take care of this property yeah, by myself. With Cody. I have to be with, with him. Cody, which I think she's starting to kind of hate oh, him. You can tell. She's like, he's always in a bad mood. And she was actually sticking up for Mary. So he said, I couldn't fucking believe it. He said about Mary, he's like, well, we just don't need to fake it. And she's like, what? Like, fake what? And he goes, yeah, like, you know, it's easy to fake it. I've been faking it forever. And then Robin was like, what do you mean fake it? Fake what? And then he goes, well, maybe not fake. Maybe performance. Maybe maybe performance is a better word. He goes, my husbandly duties. So you've been faking what? Having sex with her? Pretending it's good? They haven't had you sex You haven't had sex years. for over 10 years with Mary. What is he referring to? So then Mary says... I wanted him to say on camera that he doesn't want me anymore because he says it to me all the time off camera. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, Mary. Yeah. Finally Good for exposed you. him. Good for you. And Robin hadn't heard it. Oh, Robin fucking knows. <laughs> of course Give me she a knows. break. Uh, he wanted he wanted to put Mary up in the barn demonium. <laughs> <laughs> Next week when they have their little confessional oh. um, you know, it's going to be so the Browns good. tell all mm. it's going to be really good. And I hope who's hosting that. It better be somebody good. They showed it. Is that woman? The woman that does all the TLC? No, not. Uh, it's the one who always does this. Well, she wives. better I'm not sure ask she some good questions. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. Oh, no. Cody said being with Mary was an act. And then he changed it to a performance. And Mary is <laughs> the one that he married first. Then he's asked next week. Well, did you ever love Mary? And he goes, oh, I don't know. You know, I did what I, you know, we did what we needed to do. I pre- I pretended to love her. He never said like, I thought I loved her, yet we had love for each other. No, it was almost like, eh, you know, I convinced myself I loved her. He's a jerk. What a fucking jerk you are. I think he's are. saying that now just because he wants to hurt her. I mean, he just wants to, oh, you know. He wants to hurt all of them. He's terrible and now he's watched what they've said about him all season long and he's like well they're just pissed at me he goes they're trash talking me because i'm guilty of not loving them (laughs) okay cody yeah cody spins it his way every time so there's a video and i don't know if you saw it going around that was when mary i'm sorry robin first came into the family 
And, you know, she's long haired, kind of cute. Yeah, she was cute. And it was Christmas and Mary gave her something and she does the little crying thing and she hugs Mary and at one point she rolls her eyes. <gasps> no. And then looks and like catches herself and goes back into like a little sad face. Oh my God, I have to see it. Oh, it's good. And I, I think it's on that one. Is it site. on a Facebook group? Of course, one of the <laughs> Facebook groups. Now, you could take it as, if you're, a, if you're a Robin fan, you could take it as she's looking up to stop herself from crying. But now that we know Robin and we know how fake she is, She's rolling her fucking There's eyes. There's no at Mary. Robin fans. <laughs> no, there are no Robin fans. I don't think there are except her daughters. That's it. Oh god, no Robin fans. Such an interesting family. <laughs> I know. So crazy. Again, it's not good. But no, it's not good. The the loathing that I feel for Cody makes me want to watch because I want to know what the fuck he's going to say because it's so outrageous. Yeah, it's it, crazy. Well, it's because all of these women have evolved and they're all. No longer who they used to be. Gina. What? Has Mary evolved? <laughs> Mary probably is the one. Well, Mary and Robin haven't really evolved. And Janelle? Janelle's still. Janelle's evolved. I mean, she's done with him. She's out on her own. Although she still likes the she's like plural still lifestyle. Spirit, and she's like, I'm still spiritually connected to him. Which we like, still don't you? know what the religion is. No. I mean, I is know. it kind of like LDS light? I think so. It has to be something, but none of them practice whatever it is. No. Mm. And church is held by Cody. And and that was early on. Early sister wives, that all was happening. I haven't seen him do anything like that. Do you think he does that with Robin well, and her kids? Don't they always refer to, well, the doctrine says blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Robin does. Because Robin's like, part of being sister wives is we advocate for each other. And da, 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 da. It's like, who wrote the book on sister wives? <laughs> is there a book? So yeah, exactly. Cody Brown. <laughs> There's a book somewhere. <laughs> Too Nuts. funny. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you to all our new listeners who we yes. picked up. Thanks for the reviews. Yeah, and feel free to leave us another five-star review with what a nice, wonderful comments. Um, Thanksgiving gift to us. Leave us a five-star yes. review. We're so thankful for you. <laughs> we are. We'll repost Sweaty it. Sweaty balls. <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> what? That Saturday Night yes, Live? Yes. Where they're like, thank you very much for all the reviews and thank you for those balls. <laughs> those, those, those rum balls. Yum, yum, yum. All about the balls. Tis the season for the balls. For the balls. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Bye. That was weird. Weird. Bye. <laughs> there is nothing like a dame. Nothing in the world. There is nothing you can name that.